Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... <laughs> you yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Don't forget, just a couple days away here. What is today? Is today the 27th? Is that what today is? That is. So tomorrow and Wednesday is the garage sale for the Milwaukee Admirals at Milwaukee Panther Arena. Now, again, tomorrow, uh, more of a season ticket holder type event. And then Wednesday, they'd open it up for everybody. And it's like a day-long thing. So... If you're off on Wednesday, that's probably your best bet. Get there right away when they open. And again, we're talking about used hockey sticks, used jerseys, uh, different merchandise uh, that they had in the pro shop that'll be at a discounted price. All of it uh, at their garage sale uh, at Panther Arena coming up tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com for more information on that. Again, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Talking, Mike, with uh, John Greenberg last week on Friday about this. And he said that for the Admiral season ticket holders and stuff, it's kind of like their Christmas every year uh, where they get in there on that first day on Tuesday uh, and, and get a bunch of stuff. And then when Wednesday comes and everybody else is allowed in, there's still quite a bit of good stuff left. Don't get me wrong. But if you want to get in there you know, to be the first ones in to get all this used stuff, uh, you want to become a season ticket holder so that way you have that opportunity. Yes, they are. Uh, real quick, I was also going to mention when we were talking with John, something that he noted that those of you out there who are interested in getting some hockey sticks, right? He mentioned this year they have more of an abundance of right-handed hockey sticks, which is not that common because what he mentioned is true. A lot of times in hockey, players are sort of taught to go lefty, even if you write and throw a ball or whatever when you're a righty. A lot of times hockey players are trained to go with the left-handed way. There's, there's some statistical reason for it. So if you are maybe a parent that has a kid who's casually wanting to get to know the game of hockey, but they're a right-hander, so you want to start them out just doing the basics, like get those one-timers down, get your shots in. 
There's right-handed sticks available in more of a plethora this year than others. Ah, beautiful. So thank you, AR, Adam Roberts. I, I don't understand the whole left-righty thing in hockey. I have no idea. I mean, I know in baseball, you know, the joke is, you know, tape your kid's arm behind his back and make him throw lefty. Uh, and part of that reason is, you know, a left-handed pitcher throwing, you know, 85 uh, is more valuable than a right-handed pitcher throwing 85. If you're a right-handed pitcher, you got to be throwing, at this point, probably 93 to 95, somewhere in that area probably. And as a lefty, if you're topping out at 90, that's still good enough. Still today with a lot of these major league pitchers. Now, Josh Hader, that's why he's the rare bird, right? Lefty throwing damn near 100 miles an hour. It's got great ball. It hides the ball really well by where the ball is when he comes uh, through uh, on his delivery. That's what makes him so special at this point. So I can tell you a little bit, uh, just a small reason why a lot of hockey players are lefty, because you're talking to me, Mr. Hockey on the uh, fan. So your stronger hand, if you're like, say you're right-handed, your stronger hand is here. If you're shooting a lefty stick, your stronger hand is nearer the butt end of the stick, the top end where the, the tape goes right. down. And that makes your handling ability a lot more fluid. It's easier to draw back and get a big uh, lurch when you shoot the puck. So that's part of the reason, I think, why a lot of hockey players are lefty, even though they might be righty and everything else. All right. Um, so there you go. A little lesson learned uh, on hockey uh, from A.R. Adam Roberts. And that's good because I don't know a thing. So I, I definitely can't help with any knowledge from that standpoint. So on Friday, uh, A.R. Adam Roberts and I both agreed that we were going to watch the Rise movie uh, about Giannis and his family. Now, A.R. Uh, had a busy weekend of driving. And by the way, God bless you for making that drive in two days like that. There's no way. There's no chance I do that. So you drove like four or five hours on Saturday and then drove back four or five hours on Sunday. It's not four to five hours. I can do that drive in under three. There's no chance I can do that drive in under three for my what house. What are you driving Creek. on the freeway? Like five 50? over. Five over. Okay. Five over. I'm not speeding. I, I don't need a ticket. No, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, I'm like five over. So if the speed limit is 70, I'm usually 75. Uh, if the speed limit is 55, I'm usually 60, so forth. Uh, if you're speeding quite a bit, like AR apparently does, then I guess you can do it in Don't under three hours. Don't put that on me. I and know you have doing, reckless driving if problems. You're doing Don't put that on me. I'm, I'm putting it into Google Map right now. Uh, so, okay. From right now, here, I want to see how long. Where in lacrosse were you going? I was going to, well, actually, I Just went to on Alaska. Just on Alaska. on Alaska. And I left okay. from Tosa. I was working that morning. Alaska. That's not going to matter that much. No. On Alaska. Oh, no. three hours, five minutes. There you go. That's pretty good. And that's with Google Maps. They use the speed limits of the freeway right. to calculate that. Correct. Yeah. I feel like it took us four hours to get to uh, La Crosse uh, when we've gone. But either way. Um, and it's more like Holman is like kind of the area where we go. Okay. In, in that area. Uh, okay. So. Either way. So he did a lot of driving uh, both ways. So did you get the opportunity to see the movie? Unfortunately, you I did failed. not. However, it's however, great. however, however, it's great. So I am. Only one person on our show has seen the movie. Will you, will you please? My One of my best friends, he and his wife are huge Bucks fans. They've been huge Bucks fans since before George Carl, like when they were kids. They were obsessed even at a young age. So they've been following everything to do with the Bucks and Giannis since the beginning. And they did watch the movie. So being the good radio show host or producer, rather, that I am, 
I talked with them and did a mini interview about what they thought about the movie. So I will give you their thoughts. Oh, that's good. But you didn't watch it. Okay. No. So I watched it. Like I said, I was going to, um, and uh, had an opportunity to sit down and watch it last night. So, because I thought he was going to watch it. I'm afraid we talk about it together on the show. Fail. So, um, so watched the movie last night and a couple of things. One, um, it's not really completely um, accurate and in-depth as far as the whole draft process of it goes and how that whole thing played out uh, for Giannis. That, that wasn't all that factual. They, 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 they essentially kind of sped through that whole part, right? They just fast-forwarded. They, they essentially erased, what, a month or so of the process? Um, and went from, oh, here you go, boom, you're gonna, we're gonna make you a, we're gonna put your your name in the NBA draft, and then from that point, boom, they end up in New York at some fancy hotel, and then they fast forward to watching ESPN and them, you know, pretty much doubting how good Giannis was and so forth, and having the conversation about, you know, what this means for their future and so forth. If he doesn't get drafted versus he does versus where he goes in the draft, okay, fine. But so a lot of that whole process of getting the workout uh, in with Hammond and Billy McKinney. And uh, there was nobody representing necessarily Billy McKinney in the movie, and there should have been, but either way. So uh, with Hammond and stuff, the Hammond part is super small, super small. It's literally one conversation towards the end of the movie, and that's about it. And there was definitely way more involved in that part, in that pro- part of um, the process. The movie itself really wasn't about that, the, that was the kind of the result that they kind of summed up at the end. The majority of the movie was the struggles of the family, running from police, um, being essentially illegal immigrants the entire time without any papers where they were living and continued to move around and hop around. Um, talked about their older brother, Francis, who I'll be honest, didn't know much about him at all prior to. Uh, stuff coming out about this movie. So you learn about their older brother and how that whole thing played out. Uh, it gave you an insight kind of of what they were doing um, on the streets um, as far as, you know, selling merchandise and doing that type of stuff. Uh, and just really kind of how bad things were from time to time uh, for the family. Now, I'm assuming all of that is accurate. I'm guessing a majority of that part is accurate. I can't imagine Giannis is going to sign off on something about his family that's not accurate. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because uh, I remember I was watching a, Zora Stevenson did a sit down on Buck's Twitter with Giannis and uh, his family, and they mentioned it's funny you say the draft process was didn't seem very accurate because he mentions that there is a lot of very important accuracy with him in the film. So that's kind of interesting to me that you bring that up. Yeah. So so we have that aspect of the film. Now it is on Disney. Plus, obviously, and not in theaters. Again, this is something else I don't necessarily quite understand. And maybe this is a Disney thing. Maybe they didn't think, you know, not enough people would care one way or another about Giannis's background and about his uh, story. Remember, nine years today, nine years ago today, he was drafted by the Milwaukee Bucks. Nine years ago today. So I don't know how it would have done in movie theaters. But either way, if you want to watch this movie, you have to go buy Disney Plus, right? You have to pay the money to watch Disney Plus if that's what you want to do. Now, how many people are going to pay the money to watch Disney Plus 
to get the movie. Now, I, for one, and our family, we've had Disney Plus since it came. But but again, as you most of you know, if you listen uh, to our radio station, I'm a Disney freak. I'm one of those crazy Disney parents, as Rami would call me. Love, love, love me some Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and all those characters. All about Disney. And going to Disney, too. So we already had it. So that wasn't a reason necessarily for us uh, to buy it. It wasn't one thing. We were buying it regardless because we like all the movies and stuff that was already on the platform. Now, since then, they've continued to expand that platform and you get some of these movies. Now, for example, uh, the kids just went to go see Buzz Lightyear when it came to the movie theater on Friday, right? So they went to the theater. That one eventually will end up on Disney Plus, probably not to like end of August or early September or something like that. So those people that, you know, don't want to spend the money to go to a movie theater, no big deal. You just hang out instead, wait for it to come to Disney Plus, and you watch it there, and it don't cost you anything, right? So this is what I want to ask, because I'm curious. So often you hear me talk about the fact that, you know, DirecTV, been rolling with DirecTV for a long time, um, and thanks to my guy Al, Al over at Sight and Sound Solutions, him and I... uh been friends for a long time or whatever the case may be. He's the one that turned me on to DirecTV and the whole deal. So I love my DirecTV, but I still have the apps, right? So still got Disney Plus because there's original content on there. Uh, like there's the John Stamos, and I can't think of it, uh, the name Big Shots, maybe it's called, Top Shots. I don't remember what it's called. But John Stamos did a uh, basketball series, like a TV series type deal, episodes, uh, on that platform last year. Watch that. That big was shot. big shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Loved it about him being a former Badger head coach um, and like going Bobby Knight, losing his mind and getting uh, fired and nobody wanted to hire him. And he ends up at a girl's uh, high school as a girl's high school basketball coach. And away it goes. It's phenomenal. If you've ever, if you've never seen it, you have Disney plus go watch it. Then there's the mighty ducks. New one that came out with Estevez. Uh, running this old broken down rink or whatever else. And then there's a whole new group of kids and yada, yada, yada. That was really well done. Watched all of that as well uh, and enjoyed that. So you have some original content. I want to know from you is this. Have you ever purchased one of these apps, these streaming service apps for a specific reason? Not because, oh, this is all beautiful, right? I, I Like Disney Plus, I was getting no matter what, was, wasn't a specific reason. But there are other apps that we purchased because of a specific reason and then have essentially kept them ever since uh, and haven't canceled them and have found other stuff to watch. But there was a specific reason why I got Paramount Plus. There was a specific reason why I got Discovery, right? There are specific reasons why different ones uh, came around in this whole deal. I want to know from you, for these streaming service apps, Have there been specific things that you wanted to watch on an app? And that's the main reason why you got the app itself. And then you ended up, you know, keeping it or eventually canceling at the end of the day. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The Fan Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Gary Ellerson returns after his day of golfing at Wisconsin Rapids for a charity golf tournament. Leroy Butler here as well. Tim Dillard, former Brewers pitcher, uh, part of Bally Sports Wisconsin, joins us every Tuesday at 1235. 
uh, promoting the Brewers Unfiltered podcast on your Odyssey app and Brewers.com. We'll talk some Brewers baseball with him uh, at 12.35. And then uh, we got some other stuff working on, maybe a little bit more uh, conversation about NBA free agency as that starts later this week. Uh, try to get some guests on uh, throughout the week looking ahead to see what kind of big changes we may see in the NBA as the offseason really gets underway again uh, later this week. Yes, Adam? Can I just, I have a comment to make. Uh, so, throwing back the curtain a bit, I'm making some promos for the station right now, and one of them I am making is from Adam McAlvey, MLBBrewers.com, sure. came on the show earlier today at the yep. Wendy's Big Show. And as I was listening to some of the sound for this promo I'm making, I noticed something. We're talking about like Disney Plus and the Marvel Universe. Right. And relating it to the Brewers, obviously, Rowdy Telez, after he had his two home runs yesterday, put on a notable object from the Marvel right. Universe. But he didn't know what it was called, McKelvey did, and I just realized what he ended up calling it. The Thanos Glove, yeah. The Thanos Glove. Mm-hmm. It's Infinity Gauntlet, Adam. It's oh, the Infinity Gauntlet. Who cares? I just knew Thanos wore it. I said Thanos, so you can blame me for that one. I'm, that's the thing that Thanos had on his arm or whatever it was. So, whatever it was, who cares? I do like the fact that Rowdy Telez could become inevitable, potentially, if he is able to keep this streak up of his home runs that he's been on recently. I like the idea of that. I also like how the Brewers decided they were going to double down and just roll right into that lane of being like, hey, everyone. Make this a meme. Do whatever you want with it. Make it your profile picture. I had it for all of 30 minutes, and then Leroy was like, why do you have that? So then I decided to go deep into my cuts of photos and get one from college. Yeah, getting carried uh, through somewhere. Uh, So Okay, so I want to talk about this app here, this Disney Plus thing. I want to know from you, has anything gotten you to buy an app? That's what I'd like to know. Because all of these different services... Right? Oh, we've got the Godfather series. Oh, we've got whatever. They they get the rights to these different movie series or they get rights to different sports streaming services and then they promote that. And they hope that that one thing that they spent all this money on gets you to buy the app. I'm just curious, has it worked? So I'll let you in on a little something, something for us. For us, it was soccer. Like, th- it was the only reason because they had the u.s was it men and women or one or the other it was the only reason why we got paramount plus was to watch the u.s soccer team was the only reason there was no other reason that we looked at paramount plus and said oh yeah there's a lot of stuff that we want to watch on there that's why we'll get it no and no interest in it whatsoever so that's why how we ended up with paramount plus okay was because of Soccer is the majority of the reason why we got Paramount Plus. Then there was Discovery. Now, Discovery is a little bit different because we watch a lot of what's on Discovery, right? So HGTV, we watch a ton of HGTV. Food Network, we watch a ton of Food Network. Uh, She watches all the 90 Day Fiance spinoffs and everything else. So that was uh, cool for her. Because there's a lot of original content that's on the app uh, before it gets to the streaming service, before it gets to the regular TV, right? So she can watch all of this stuff before it actually gets to the regular TV. Which, by the way, I'm not that I'm not I'm not understanding necessarily how this benefits TV. I think it's screwing TV because so many times you'll watch something on the app and then it finally gets to TV. 
six months later or three months later. And then you're like, oh, it's on TV. Oh, I already saw that on the app. It's it's no big deal. So maybe that's the way we're going. Maybe eventually, you know, all of this is going to be gone and you're going to spend just as much money on apps when you add them all up as you were on cable TV or on satellite TV. That's what I think is happening already. I'm willing to bet a lot of you are spending 60 to $80 in different apps and you could be spending the same amount of money on just paying for cable or, or direct TV or whatever the case may be uh, at that point. But either way. So for that one, for Discovery, the selling point there was was that the folks from Fixer Upper, right, uh, that created that Fixer Upper show were starting their own network called the Magnolia Network. And that was part of the reason we got there. Because again, before that actually started on TV, they had already released different episodes of the different shows that were going to be on TV on the app. So there are a couple of shows that are airing now, like for the first time, we watched that last year when it was all uploaded to the app for the first time to you know, convince people to get word of mouth out there about all this different stuff that was happening. We, we'd already watched it. Um, so that was the reason that we ended up going with the, the, the Discovery app. And I just wonder, and the reason we're talking about all of this is because of this Rise movie. I wonder how many people that are Bucks fans or Giannis fans that don't subscribe to Disney are going to spend the money to sign up for Disney just so they can watch this Giannis movie uh, at the end of the day. Because I think that if you're Disney, that's what you're hoping happens, right? People all over the world, and it's not just Milwaukee with Giannis, all over the world that want to see this movie will subscribe to their app. Maybe it's just for a month you end up with it or whatever, uh, and then are able to watch it that way. AR, how about you? Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't know why when you said Magnolia Network, I thought... That would be a great idea for a name for the Ole Miss television network if they ever do one alongside like the Longhorn Network from Texas. I don't know why I thought that. Just the random things I think about. Uh, but as far as our question goes for the apps that I use at right. home, we have um, – I'm trying to go through all the ones we've got. We've got Hulu. We've got a couple of different anime ones. I won't detail why. I did enough of that on Bart's show and I produced for him. We uh, get Crunchyroll and then Funimation for that. Uh, self-explanatory. We also do Disney Plus. We have HBO Max. That's for me. I got that one because they just have so much good content on that app. Not an ad for them. I just really enjoy it. Okay. And we also do um, Prime. We have Prime Video as well. Oh, sure. Yeah, I've got Amazon Prime too. I for even got forgot about Amazon Prime. But the only reason we got Amazon Prime was for the discounts for that more than it was for Prime Video. True. Now you look ahead and you got the NFL coming to Prime Video. Now it's like, oh, well, well I get football too. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe maybe I'll watch you know Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. But again, like for instance, you put baseball games on Yahoo. I've never watched a game on an app an entire game like it, i've never done it in my entire life have you watched the like ones if it's that are on, on YouTube? yahoo then i'm just probably not watching it no what about the youtube no not youtube that's what i meant not yahoo sorry yeah yeah no i've no no i'm never thinking about oh i'm gonna go to the internet and go watch a game and now again i know i'm old y'all make fun of me all you want but for me it's is it on Valley Sports Wisconsin? It's not on? Oh, all right. Well, I guess it's not televised know, man. The commentary is pretty good. Uh, nah. It's it's not that bad. Well, it all depends if you like Braun or not. Yeah, I don't mind him. Yeah, I, he drives me nuts. I can't handle it. Uh, and again, I, 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 no. But even if it wasn't him, even if it was somebody else, it, it really wouldn't matter. Because for me, what I watch is, is on my TV right there in front of me. And that's it. 
I'm not going hunting around trying to find what app this is on and what app that is on um, in, in that whole deal. Well, from my perspective, it works really well because we have all these computer monitors back here in the production studio. So if usually if the Brewers are playing on YouTube, it's usually a Wednesday game yes. at like noon. Weekday so afternoon game. I can right. throw it on this side monitor over here. So for me, it works out really nicely. Yeah. But I yeah, if they did like a... I can see, I can see to your point, if they did a Saturday game at seven o'clock in the evening and it was on YouTube, that would be a bit of a pain to have to lug myself up, go into the office, type in youtube.com and have to go and find it and click on that instead of just on TV. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And that's why I don't think I'm going to watch any of these Amazon games either is my guess, because I'm not going to be sitting there uh, at night trying to find Amazon and all that nonsense. It's probably not going to happen. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how this whole thing plays out. All right, coming up next, Larry Harris, uh, the former Bucks GM, uh, Golden State Warriors assistant GM, uh, will join us. Uh, he joined us earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. Got in a lot of different stuff uh, with Leroy Butler and myself. That's straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. The Admirals Garage Sale gets going again uh, tomorrow and Wednesday at Panther Arena. Again, tomorrow, more about season ticket holders. Wednesday, more about uh, everybody else, the general public. And it's pretty much an all-day thing on Wednesday. So go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, all kinds of used merchandise and so forth. Not merchandise, but used sticks, uh, used jerseys, the whole deal. John Greenberg pointed out on Friday the jerseys are not signed. Um, for whatever reason, Admirals fans don't like signed jerseys. I don't quite understand it, but either way. Um, so that's all uh, going to be there. So again, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com for more information. Sparky's Midday Man is presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, AR Adam Roberts, other side of the glass. Kevin Holden, CBS 58 sports director, hosting the fan afternoon show this week. First show coming up today at three o'clock. It's got a full show. Some good guests uh, as well. Him and Sam Schmitz got a lot for you coming up at three o'clock. So stay tuned for Kevin Holden. He'll come up here about 15, 20 minutes. Tell us what's coming up on the fan afternoon show. Mike, the painter, you are next here on 1250 AM. The fan Sparky's midday madness. What's up, Mike? Good afternoon there, Sparky. Yeah, I used to not have Amazon prime and I got it especially for the Jack Ryan story. And oh. uh, I keep it. So, so the Jack Ryan series is good? Yep. Oh, that's really good. And season three is supposed to be coming out real soon. It has been put off for a little bit. So, yes, it's really good. So you got it for Jack Ryan. All right. Very good. Thanks for the call. That, that's what I'm interested in knowing. Like how many people um, out there are buying these apps specifically for something that these guys are, are promoting uh, at the end of the day? Mike also told me that he did watch Rise, unlike myself, over the weekend, and he absolutely loved it. I heard him talk in depth about it on Bart's show this morning. Uh, he really enjoyed it. Bart has no interest in seeing it. I heard that. I heard that conversation, and Bart's like, I don't care about documentaries. I don't care about people's lives that I already know about. So, like, he doesn't like, Bart doesn't like 30 for 30s. Bart doesn't like uh, any of that stuff. Bart's not into it at all. Unless it's necessary for content. He did make an exception for The Last Dance. Uh, right, because there was literally was no it. sports going on in the world, and we we're a sports talk station. Unless you wanted to talk uh, in depth on Korean baseball. Oh, they weren't even. They well, they were they, doing they were. that. He had a he had an insider every week on his show about Korean. See, no, baseball. I did not know that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, the what, what's it called? The KBO or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he. I want to say every week Bart had somebody on talking Korean baseball every week. So yes, he was even doing that as well. Desperate times, man. Absolutely, no question about it. Uh, okay, so let's hear from Larry Harris, former Bucks GM, 
now assistant general manager uh, with the Golden State Warriors and has been uh, for some time now and wins another uh, championship. And also, uh, I want to congratulate him on that. Also, want to get into Pat Baldwin Jr., who uh, the Golden State Warriors drafted from Milwaukee after already having Jordan Poole, already having Kevon Looney, uh, two Wisconsin kids. Now, this makes three now on that Golden State roster. So, got into all of that with Larry Harris, but first, started off by congratulating him. Oh, one second. You know, I've been running this same thing since 10 a.m. today, and I still can't seem to get this right. All right, here's Larry Harris. I appreciate that. You know, what's more disappointing than anything is the third part of the trio is not there once again. How convenient. Yep, I don't know what happened. He chose to golf instead. Well, Uh, he's doing it for charity, though. He's not out golfing. He would have chose to wash his car or something. I mean, there'll be something to get you out of the office. Find something. Yeah. Hey, okay. Uh, so a, a couple of things here. Um one, uh I wanted to get your thoughts on on Pat Baldwin Jr. But before we get to that, I, I want to talk about so nine years ago today, Giannis was drafted. They got the movie Rise out on Disney Plus uh, as well. Uh and I, Leroy and I were talking about it before he came on. And I was like, I don't think Golden State even had an opportunity to take him. So I'm going to look back. Golden State didn't even have a pick in any warrior, shape, or form that entire draft for, for two rounds or whatever. When, when you're in a scenario where you don't own any picks in a draft, I'm assuming you're probably trying to trade in to get a pick or something like that. What is that process like leading up to the draft as far as scouting and everything else? Is it status quo, same as always, like you have picks, or how does it change? Yeah, I, I think it's status quo because you're, you know, not only you're always drafting for the current year, but you're always looking into the future. So I don't think there's any year, regardless if you don't have picks, that you can't think you can at least get into the second round. So uh, anything can happen. Um, you've got the trade deadline that things can change, um, free agency. There, there's all kinds of different nuances that are going on. But I think any team that doesn't have a pick in any round is always trying to get in. And it's just a matter of, are you willing to, to give up draft capital in the future to try to get into say the 2022 draft? So mm-hmm. uh, it's no different for us scouting, uh, whether we have three or four, a hundred picks like Oklahoma city does every year or no picks. What, what was your thoughts on Giannis? If you remember back then, as far as where he was and where he might go, I don't know if anybody thought he'd be at this level necessarily. But what what was the general thoughts of maybe you and you know people around the league? Yeah, I, I think going into it, you know, obviously the league that he played in. I mean, it was it was a high school league, right? And it was hard to. I, I think that you know John did a great job of seeing that talent as well as his staff, Dave Babcock, and those guys at the time to see something down the road. I mean, it was a little bit of a dart throw in the sense of what you thought he could become. You, you saw the length and athleticism, uh, but was he going to put it all together? Because he really wasn't playing against anyone. Um, and that's, that's my biggest fear about high school players is trying to evaluate these guys at a high school level playing against high school talent and then trying to give them, you know, trying to make a decision whether you draft them in the lottery or not. But I can tell you at the time, everybody saw the talent. I think it was a little bit of leap of faith to take him that early. Um, it wasn't anybody on our radar just because where we were at the time it had nothing to do with him. Right. Uh, we just weren't mm-hmm. in the range to get him at that point. But for them to jump as early as they did, obviously, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a franchise franchise chase, changing decision for them. And it just shows you that just because you have one, two, three or four, you can still get something uh, in the teams that can change your franchise. OK, uh, Larry, uh, before we get into basketball, so congratulations again. I need a parent Thank you. Thank you. update because, you know, I love your parents. Yeah. Um, 
I just need to know what's up there, how they doing, what's going on. Okay. Or just well, overall for you. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate you asking the right. I, I will say this. My dad um, obviously turned 85 in June. Um, his health is good. Good. I wouldn't Very say, nice. you know, I would say that he's getting around really well, still flying, doing some things. Um, I see him. You know, this time of year is a little bit busy for me, but, uh, you know, I'll get with, I'm actually get, having dinner with him and Ann tomorrow. Um, so it'll be good to catch up. I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks due to the, the draft and the playoffs and stuff. But he and Ann are doing great. Um, still living in Frisco. They love it there. Uh, as a matter of fact, Ann just got um, a person of the year in Frisco. So, hey, um, all right. So, Hall, Hall of Fame, obviously, uh, induction in September, which is going to be great. So uh, our family is truly blessed uh, from top to bottom. As you know, uh, it starts at the head of the snake, we call it. And my dad is just, uh, you know, he's been a great uh, mentor, father, uh, and really friend to, to all of us. And uh, I'm glad he's still around and we're cherishing every day that he is. Absolutely. That makes me feel so good. So you please say him. Him and Ann, our love, we just appreciate him, especially 85. Shout out to him, man. He's always had some of the best hair, too. So I I, I got to get into something to me that I thought was classy and emotional. Steve Kerr, I, I look at him as one of the platinum people, not just coaches, just people, because I just like so much about him. But when the young lady um, called him up, I think Lisa? Uh, she's one of my favorites, by the way. And she wants to interview him. Through the excitement, you never know how you'll react. She said, with all due respect, can we get Bob up here? Bob got to get these players. <laughs> he got to get these yeah. players signed. He got to do the roster. Yeah. So that was just so classic. So Bob comes up, and he looks like a model. And people didn't even know. Like he's the guy, unless you're a football, I mean, a basketball person you knew, but people who was watching this didn't really know who did everything. So I just tell me the inner workings on working with him every day and the team and overall, like the front office stuff. Because yeah. winning the championship is great. Because remember, Larry, people don't know this, but you guys were one of the worst teams a few years ago. So get to this point, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you recognizing that. So, yeah, Lisa Salters, who's obviously really good at what she does. And I, I just think it says a lot about our organization. It's It's been humble. It's been selfless. And uh, easily people could start thinking that it's all about them or I did this or I drafted that guy or I made Steph Curry. And, and I think it just, you know, everybody talks about culture. It's a great buzzword, uh, but it really is important to us. And it starts really with the best players, uh, three Hall of Famers that's, you know, I told people uh, in San Francisco, did a couple radio shows before the playoffs, and not that I was some prophet. I told them that if we get to the playoffs and when we do, um, I never bet against our three guys, and they were fantastic. But getting to your point, uh, Steve recognized Bob, which I think was great. Um, just for those people that uh, reminiscing a little bit, Bob and I have had a relationship all the way back to Dan Gadzerich, um, back to those days. So it, it's really almost a family affair that we've been, you know, we've been together. Bob and I have known each other for some 20 years now. And um, he is uh, as good a person as he is a president and GM. And so those two guys, 
Steve and Bob are yoked together forever. Um, they've become very good friends. And it, as people would know, even in Milwaukee, in any, any sports entity, whether that's the Brewers or the Packers, uh, the Bucks, is that it's very hard to, for a general manager and a head coach to go through all of this. Though there's been some good, there's been a lot of winning, some losing, as you, as you alluded to. But the fact that they can stay together through all this, because the ups and downs, as you know, in any season can change. And I've always said the easiest thing is to get rid of a coach than 15 players. So we're honored to have uh, both of them in our organization. And the, the fact that Joe Lake, of our owner, and Peter Gruber are continuing to pay them uh, commiserate of what they're what they're really do for our organization, and uh, you know, I, I think there's more to come, which is great. Yeah, I, I gotta think uh, one of the best moves was Andrew Wiggins. I I didn't see that move coming, Larry. Uh, you guys were masterful because it seemed like that was missing. Because as you talked about the big three, you you guys big three, Clay, you know, had been injured. He comes back. Draymond is Draymond, and you got the you know. But now the best player in the world, Steph Curry, best shooter of all time. You you guys realize there was something missing. Can you tell me about that yeah. transition getting Wiggins in there? Yeah, I, I think the thing was it started with KD, obviously, uh, when we got the news that he was leaving and going to Brooklyn. Uh, one of the things we didn't want to do, and I think any team does this, that we're not unique, we're not special in this situation, was we were looking, what can we do to at least gain an asset coming back? Like, you, you hate to lose a player of Katie's caliber because we were where we were at on salary cap, we were well over. So losing him wasn't like, oh, okay, well, you get $35 million more million to spend on someone else. So mm-hmm. we had to make a transaction, obviously, it brought D'Angelo Russell back to us, which, in, in, you know, in the... In the intermediate of doing that, everybody thought, well, why are you guys doing that? You're Steph, blah, blah, blah. But we always felt like if we could gain an asset back, whether it's with us and he stays with us or whether it's something to turn in to, it would be something that could benefit us. Well, during the whole recruiting process of free agency, um, we found out that Minnesota, obviously, uh, it, was, it was the Warriors and the Timberwolves who were going after D'Angelo. Once we got him, we knew that they were a team that, that always wanted him. So, Fast forward the season, not doing well. It, it, you know, obviously not a good season for us, and we were able to flip that. Minnesota obviously uh, felt like they needed to make a change with Andrew and the salary he was making, and they loved D'Angelo Russell, and so the flip was made. And then I, I would just tell you, Lori, to think that envision what would be arguably our second best player in the entire playoffs that he would guard Luca, he would guard John Moran, he would guard you know Tatum Brown. Um, and become an ultimate two-way player, similar to what you were alluding to with Clay. It was, you know, obviously we didn't envision all of that, but I think the culture and the players and what he found out, what truly, what winning and what it, what it takes to win, and the commitment you have to make every day. He accepted that. He embraced it, and obviously he was a huge factor. We don't win it without him. And uh, you know, obviously we've got to decide at some point what we're going to do in the future with our franchise, but. But he certainly is a piece that we want to keep long term if we can, and um, certainly deal with that sometime probably in the near future. Tom Larry Harris, Golden State Warriors assistant GM, former Bucks GM, friend of the Wendy's Big Show. We got like two two and a half minutes left here. Uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. You guys obviously have the Wisconsin connection going with Looney and Poole. Uh, now Patrick Baldwin Jr. Obviously, I think in large part he falls probably because he couldn't stay healthy last year. Uh, with Milwaukee and then was hurt uh, in his high school career as well. What do you envision as far as Patrick Baldwin Jr. goes at the next level? Yeah, um, you know, we've uh, third time's a charm, we hope. Um, it's amazing how we 
seem to tap into Milwaukee kids. Um, I think it has a lot to do with just the Midwest in general. And um, it's not like there's some, uh, some special sauce that I saw there when I was there for 28 years. But I do have some people that are still back in Wisconsin that kind of keep their eyes out for players. And uh, it seems like every year there's a player from Wisconsin that's either going to a, you know, a high major or some type of mid-major school that has some talent. And so uh, I, have some, I have some really good friends that kind of keep my eyes out there. And I would tell you this with Patrick, um, obviously did not have a great year statistically. He did his first five games. Then the last six games, he was playing on an ankle that just wasn't 100%. But the, I tell you, Sparky, the reason we like him is I think he fits the way we play in the sense that positional size is important to us. And I think that's why Andrew Wiggins thrived in our in our system. And I think Patrick will as well. A little over 6'10", still young, he's going to turn 20 in November. So I think bringing him into our system, expectations are not, we don't expect him to do anything more than just try to learn how to play with our best players. And the fact that we think he's really skilled, he hasn't learned, he hasn't lost how to dribble, pass, and shoot. Uh, I, we think the shooting numbers will improve. We always think that shooting and strength will come. Uh, we'll develop both of those. But his IQ is high. He can play the way we play. And I think, you know, eventually he'll be a guy that will get on the floor, play some four, maybe eventually down the road with, with some added strength, he could play some five. So um, we're excited about him. And, um, you know, we had him higher on our board. And so when he was able to fall to 28, we were elated to get him. There is Larry Harris, the assistant Bucks or former Bucks general manager, assistant Golden State Warriors general manager, joining us earlier. Leroy Butler, myself, on the Wendy's Big Show, and again, always thanks to Larry Harris uh, for coming uh, on the show. Always much, much appreciated. Coming up next, uh, Kevin Holden, CBS 58 Sports Director. They got a big, big fan afternoon show coming up. Stay tuned for him. Straight ahead. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Of course, the garage sale for the Admirals happening at Panther Arena coming up tomorrow and Wednesday. Tomorrow, season ticket holders and so forth. Wednesday, more open to the general public. Talking about used hockey jerseys, hockey sticks, discounted merchandise from the pro shop that you saw throughout the year at Panther Arena, all going on tomorrow and Wednesday. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com for more information. Again, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Kevin Holden, 
uh, is with us now, the sports director from CBS 58. He's hosting this week uh, for the Fan Afternoon Show. How are you doing, Crunchy? Sparky, I, I got to I gotta be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a little bit like a nervous kid right now. I would imagine. Because, you know, obviously our lives changed over the last couple of years. Yep. But here I am, and this is the first time sitting in here since before COVID. Before COVID, right. It's been like three years. Yeah. Two I mean, or three it's, years. It's, but what's, what's great is... You look exactly the same. Every like, staff you that I know, I don't look the same. You don't. You lost a ton of weight. You don't look anything like that. Remotely close to what it was the last time. Well, skinny Kevin, skinny Kevin Holden be as good as the other Kevin Holden on the radio. I don't know. We're going to find out. It's a we'll stamina question. Yeah, yeah, it's a stamina question. Right, exactly right. <laughs> but you were doing four-hour shows back then. This is only three hours. Yeah, so yeah, a cakewalk. Lighter load, yes. L- much lighter load, right? And you got a great producer in Sam Schmitz by your side to get you through it. And you got it all set up. All right, so what do you got coming up on the show today? So. One of the things we want to talk about is we, we just watched the Brewers put up 10 against the Blue Jays, and it was great to see, but we know it's rare. Uh, yes. And so the question is not so much about the offense, because I think everyone agrees they could use a little infusion of offense. But the question is, how crucial is a healthy starting five? Because Chichi Gonzalez and a bunch of relievers aren't going to win you big games in September and October. Well, I, th- I think it's just, is how are Hauser and Lauer going to get back to where they were? If those two don't get back to where they were, their last what three, four starts, neither yeah. one of those two guys look like they did last year. It's and that so you've got that you've got long term I think concerns with with Woodruff with the with the Renault yep. syndrome with uh, Freddie Peralta and and I love me some Aaron Ashby. But so do I. We're talking about putting that dude in in October. You want him to face the Dodgers in October? Might have to. I mean, it all depends on how soon Peralta gets back, and they're not giving us any indication of August, September. They're just saying by the end of the year. So what does that mean? How early does that mean? I don't know. I do know this. I don't want to trade for a starting pitcher. Like right. I'm, not, I'm not willing to do that. I, I'll trade for a bat or two or three, but I, I have no interest in trading for a starting pitcher. That's a great topic. What do you got for guests coming up? We, so Dan Plesak is going to join oh. us. As you know. Uh, Brewers all-time saves leader, Josh Hader's got a chance to catch him. Oh, man. And see, lefty lefty Plesak, lefty Hader. So we're going to yeah. have a lot of lefty Hader talk. Hader was just on. Uh, last week uh, with Dan Plesak on MLB Tonight after he got another save and they were talking to each other on TV and going back and forth. So that'll be good. That's good. So Tim Allen, host of the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, of course. He of course. will be here. 17 years. Eric Name from the Bucks, beat reporter from the Bucks. Athletic, yep. This is the nine-year anniversary of the day that the Bucks took a guy whose name we couldn't pronounce in the middle of the first round. Were yeah. you with me that night? I was covering it at the at the. Uh, cousin Center. No, I was never, I've never, ever, ever, ever went to the Cousin Center because really? normally I would always be doing the draft show somewhere. So right. Q Club of Wisconsin uh, or wherever I may be, I was always out and about doing draft shows somewhere. So I've never been down there. So they said, so, you know, it's a room full of whatever. And yep. uh, I, I just remember Adele's rolling in the deep plan to every bake and uh, JP Kadoran was singing it like oh, loudly yeah. to everybody. Then they draft this guy and I said, I, I'm like 90% sure I said out loud. I will never see him play at Milwaukee, mm-hmm. you know, drafting stash. Nope. Man. <laughs> he was coming one way or the other. And then, you know, you watch that Rise movie um, and you realize that he was coming no matter who it was, because that was pretty much the only way they could get their family reunited, because otherwise he was screwed. Yep. If he would have been a drafting stash, he wouldn't have seen his mom and dad and brothers for quite some time. Man. So he had to come regardless of what it was, if they wanted him to come uh, and be a part of this franchise. But that Rise movie, again, uh, outstanding. If you have a chance to see it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, okay, so uh, that's all good. 
my thing was, and this, I'm going to ask you the question we brought up on Big Show. This was the question. Giannis was drafted nine years ago today, as you said. Where does it rank in the biggest defining moments in Wisconsin sports history? <laughs> Meaning, the Jabbar draft, the Jabbar trade. Right. That wasn't a positive, but it was a defining moment. Sure. Uh, the Reggie White signing. Oh, man. The trade for Brett Favre. Where where does it rank among all of those things? The drafting of Robin Yount? Yeah. And, you know, him getting up to the big leagues in super fast time from the minor leagues and, and starting at shortstop quickly. There there are a lot of defining moments. Bob Harlan becoming president of the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. and how that kind of changed everything going forward. The hiring of Ron Wolf that led to Brett, that led to Reggie. But that, that Giannis pick, I'm sorry, that's got to be... If it's not one, maybe it's behind Kareem, I guess, maybe. But I think you could argue it's in front of Kareem because Kareem begged out and left. This dude stayed and signed and has no intention of going anywhere. So for me, because you got more longevity out of Giannis in his career than you did Kareem, for me, it's the defining moment in Bucks history. Um, and then the debate is on, you know, Favre, White, uh, those next ones. Yao is great but never won a championship. So I, I can't tend to put him up there. Uh, so I don't know. What do you say? I, I mean, it's it's probably to me, it's one of the two most important moments in Wisconsin sports history because of the impact on the franchise. Because you remember the Bucks on this day in 2013. You remember Seattle and the thought that this team wasn't going to be around yep. and, you know, the coal ownership. And, all, like, that team was – Look, we can say it now. It's been some years. That team was a hot mess for a while. I said it then. You don't have to say it now. Like <laughs> you didn't say it then. They were trash. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's that's what it was. And I remember when they drafted Giannis, and we had John Hammond on, and I said, John, I said the same thing to Larry Harris when he drafted E. G. on Leon. I said, you're gonna get yourself fired over this if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And Larry Harris said, I understand, but I have to do what's best for the organization. And this, I think, has the best upside and best long term potential. So we're doing it. Okay, fine. Later, fired. Uh, then here comes John Hammond with this pick. And I said the same thing to John and John pretty much said the same thing back. Like, listen, and he, he got even more specific than Larry did. And John goes, Sparky, do you think we're going to sign one of the top free agents in Milwaukee ever? He goes, I don't. He goes, so the only way you're going to get a superstar player in this market is to swing for the fences and hope you get lucky and hit a home run. Well, this is this is a freaking grand slam here with Giannis, not even a home run. But that's what him and Billy McKinney were doing. Uh, and those guys said the highest upside of what was there at 15 was that kid. If that kid works out half as good as we think he works out, it's going to be a difference maker for this franchise. I mean, he blew, he blasted through all the glass ceilings they had set for him, obviously, yeah. uh, and ended up winning a championship. And unfortunately, John wasn't here to be a part of that. Uh, but that was... Yeah, that was crazy, man. And and here's the thing. I think he's two grand slams because he's actually had the impact in two different ways. He's an all-time great player, right? but he's the guy who went in front of the world and said, I'm a Milwaukee Buck. This is my town. This is my team. Yep. And that led to all of the P.J. Tuckers and Pat Connaughton's and all of the mm-hmm. other signings and parts and pieces, those people who they couldn't sign before, and we're not talking superstars, but good good players – that not only want to be here but love being here and and take pay cuts in the case of of Pat Connaughton over what he could make right. elsewhere to be here. Yeah, you know, well, I don't want to go down the road with Pat Connaughton. I'm not. I, you're <laughs> just gonna get me mad if I start talking about Pat Connaughton. <laughs> so let's not do that. 
Um, but the, the other part of this that doesn't get talked about, Jabari Parker getting hurt helped take Giannis to the next level. Because when they drafted Jabari Parker, Giannis wasn't Giannis. Yep. He was getting there, but he wasn't Giannis. So Jabari was going to be that first offensive piece yep. that was going to be the guy, and then Giannis was going to be his Robin and continue to develop. Then Jabari gets hurt, they're trash, and Jason Kidd says, to hell with it. Here, here's the ball, go run the point, let's see what happens. And then the rest is history. If Jabari's healthy and averages 24 points or whatever, Giannis never gets a chance to go be that guy, and none of this ever happens probably. But because it happened and Jabari couldn't stay healthy, it was all on Giannis's shoulders, and he took it and ran with it. He is Giannis is, to me, the, the most quintessential Milwaukee athlete because when the rest of the world doesn't understand what Milwaukee is, he does. No question. And people who live here know the same thing. Yep. My friends in Georgia think I live in Minnesota. They don't know. That's they don't. not that far apart, but yeah. But that's that's the point, enough. right? They're yeah. like, no, same I'm thing. talking about Milwaukee. What's that? Is it snowing all the time? Right. Yes, it's snowing all the time, but it's a hidden gem that 80% of this country doesn't know. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.